Hi, listeners. Today's guest is Steve Harvey talking about achieving success later in life. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I'm looking at Guys like Samuel Jackson and Morgan Freeman. Samuel Jackson found success at 40. Morgan Freeman was 52. You was almost 40. You said 38 when you got your big break. Yeah. Do you think that really helped you because you didn't have success so early? It made you appreciate the trials and tribulations that you had gone to gone through to get to this point? You know, it really did, man. See, the thing I learned is gifted people, God almost runs you through the furnace with your gift before he allows the gift to manifest itself. Okay. Like you. You had to go through all the different levels before you became a pro. Correct. And it made you appreciate your career. You Absolutely. worked hard. Yes. Your ass was a dog, man. Mm -hmm. You came to every practice, everything, because you appreciated it. Yes. If he had gave you that at 18, you'd have messed it up. Right. If he'd have gave me this at 30, I'd have ruined it. It's no way I could have this much success. These checks at 30. I'm telling you right now, I would have used all my powers for evil. <laughs> oh, dog, ain't no way it worked. I would have been abusive. It's no way. Right. Bruh, the women that, that I would have gone for. Right. In my thin, well-built, mm. broke-ass life, <laughs> if I had any money to go with that, if I could have got the haircut I could afford to get later on, right. if I could afford the wardrobe I could afford then, oh, Lord, have mercy. I would have ruined it. I would have taken it and thrown it out the window. But he shaped me. He took all these years to gather me. He, he let me live in that car. A little over three years. Right. Now, I had learned a lesson when I was homeless. I was good. Right. And I told him, I said, hey, God, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, I got it. I don't know what you're trying to tell me, but trust me, I got it. It's working. Said, Whatever no. you try to tell me, you got my undivided attention. Yeah, but he said, no, a little bit longer. Yeah, I got I got to I got to I got to I got to keep you in this furnace a little bit more. When you're living in the car, what's your besides? Obviously, you're living in a car. But what's your lowest? What 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 you like? Damn, where where did I go wrong? Should I have done this? Should I have said? Where, where did I go wrong? What's your lowest? Pensacola, Florida. You know, I used to park my car in a like expensive parking lots, like Ritz, mm -hmm. Carlton, you know, stuff like that. You know, high end hotels, right? Because they had the bathrooms. They had linen towels right. in the basket. And they had the bathroom doors that went all the way to the floor. Right. So I would take them linen baskets and run hot water over the whole basket and get some soap and go in there and shut the door. And I lather up and, and shower. Right. And then I wait till I don't hear nobody. 
I go out there and get another basket, wet it all up, and come and get all the soap off of it. Right. One time, man, I was catching it real bad, man, you know. I was in Pensacola, Florida, and I went into this bathroom and I got this soap and I lathered up. But there was a convention and they had let out and so it was just men coming in the bathroom continuously. So I couldn't couldn't get back out there to get the to neck to fresh cloth. Right. So I set the toilet lid down and that soap just dried on me. Mm. And I was sitting there, man, and just tears. I said, man, look at my life. I'm washing up in bathrooms. I've been taking baths and washing up at rest stops and mm -hmm. gas stations. I'm going home, man. I quit. This enough. I'm going to go home, call my daddy, ask him. Because my father had a simple rule. Once you leave here, don't come. You don't yeah, you yeah, can't say. come back. So I, I said, let me, let me call home, ask him, can I, can I just come home for six months, find me another job? I'm in my 30s now, man, and uh, see if I can start over. So I, I go home, I call him, he ain't home, ain't nobody home. But I had an answer machine in the attic, so I called the answer machine. And a message came through from a dude named Chuck Sutton. Rest in peace, he passed now. He said, Steve, this is Chuck Sutton from Showtime at Apollo. I just saw a videotape of yours, you're extremely funny. We got an opening Sunday night, this is a Thursday. We got an opening Sunday night at Showtime at the Apollo, Harlem, New York. If you can get here, let me know. Now, this is after I done got up off this toilet. Toilet, but you got dry soap on you. So I just put my clothes on and I went out, got me a, my quarters and I called the house. And then this machine comes up. I still got soap on me, I got my clothes on. I'm giving up, I'm going home. I'm gonna drive to Cleveland, I'm gonna go home. He said, if you can get here Sunday, I appreciate it. Click, call me if you can make it. Now I'm in Pensacola, Florida. I got $35. He says Sunday. I, how the hell I'm gonna get to New York by Sunday? So now, man, I'm in the car. I'm wiped out again. The, the first chance I got to be on TV and I can't even get there. Oh, dog, you don't know, man. That moment for me was so crushing. I feel it. I don't like telling it because I feel it. Man, it, it crushed me. So I, I said, ah, this is God, really? So I went back to check the machine, make sure he said this Sunday. Right. I called him back, he said the same thing. So a great tape, if you can make it this Sunday, let me know. And when I got ready to hang up, boop, it beeped again. Now this time it didn't beep before, but another beep came through, so that means another message. Message. Says Steve Harvey, this Tom Sobel from the Comedy Caravan. I don't know where you are, but I got an opening tomorrow night in Jacksonville, Florida, at the punchline on Bay Meadows Boulevard. If you can get there, I got 150 for you. I called Tom, I said, hey man, I'm in Pensacola. I can make it. Friday night, I went and made the $150. I was so funny, he fired the guy whose place I was taking and said, if you do a Saturday night, I'll give you another 150. Saturday morning, I called Showtime at the Apollo, asked Chuck, I said, hey man, is that thing still open for Sunday? He said, sure it is for you. I said, I'll be there Sunday. I performed Sunday night. Now I got $300. Eastern Airlines was open then. I got a $99 ticket. Flew all the way to Harlem, New York. Everything I had in two bags. Went to the Harlem, New York. Two o'clock in the afternoon, they said, you can't come in here till six. I said, man, I ain't got nowhere to go. Just let me, I'll go upstairs. I won't move. 
Security, let me go upstairs. I asked him, can I go get some chicken four hours later? He said, man, I told your ass you can't go nowhere. <laughs> you know, this Harlem, they right. don't play. I said, man, I just got to give me something to eat. He said, if you ain't back in 20 minutes, this door lock. I got back in 20 minutes. Six o'clock came, all the comedians on the sixth floor. I meet a dude named Dwayne Johnson, not The Rock, but a dude <laughs> named Dwayne Johnson. I met a dude named D.L. Hughley. Mm -hmm. I met another dude named Jamie Foxx. Wow. This 1991, 92. We looking at each other, man. I had never heard of them. They had never heard of me. I saw a couple pictures in comedy club. That was it. Mm -hmm. I met them. We started going on stage with six comedians at night. All of them got booed off. But when they started booing Jamie, Jamie ass started singing. And they won their ass back. I had never seen that. I had never seen the Apollo audience stop booing before. Right. Jamie Foxx started singing. I said, man, who is this dude right here? And then he went back to the jokes and they got his ass. <laughs> now I'm last. Right. Now imagine this, man. I'm sitting there, man. I mean, I can't. I'm shaking. Nervous. I'm scared to death. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Cleveland, Ohio, Steve Harvey. I went out there. I had just wrote this joke about Mike Tyson mm -hmm. getting in the fight with Mitch Green. Yeah. And Mitch Green was talking and then the eye took over. Right. And I had just wrote that joke, and I did it for the first time on Showtime with Apollo. Them black folks tore that place up, hollering, laughing. I got a standing ovation, walked off. Two weeks later, they said, would you come back again? I went back. Two weeks later, they said, Mark Curry's missing. Would you do us a favor and host amateur night? Steve Harvey went and hosted Amateur Night. I've been on TV ever since, man. Ever since. But did you know, like, when you told that joke, the Mitch Green joke, and they invited you back, did you know, I'm here to stay? I, 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 it was no way I was going back. I was so ready the second time. I wrote a set the second time that I thought was funnier than that. They was just waiting on that Mitch Green joke. Right. I put a plastic shower cap on my head. I was doing this thing about why they always go get the black dude at the fire with the shower cap right. on to explain what happened. Right. They laughed at that, but they were waiting on that eye joke. Do the eye. No problem. <laughs> Let me get the I moved that eye joke right on up. Right. I did that eye joke again. They ass fell out again. And that was it, man. I was, I was, and then Chuck Sutton said, hey man. It's between you and a few other people. We're considering making you the permanent host of Amateur Night. I did that for one year. I was so good, they said, hey man, would you host the entire show? And I said, yeah, but I, I said under one condition, you had to get rid of all the warm-up acts. I'll stay out here on this stage and keep the crowd warm between acts and everything. And they let me do it. Because Apollo was a dangerous place, man. Yeah. The first year I had a warm-up act, he would go out there and they would get pissed. I would hear them booing and stuff. Now I got to go back out here and resurrect this dead-ass crowd. Right? right. So I just started doing it all myself. And I, I stayed on TV, man. So uh, not, um, we're going to get back to that. Is that kind of why you do the way you do at Family Feud? Bro. Because I noticed, I, like I said, I haven't seen a whole lot of behind the scenes, but it's like you impart life lessons on the audience. That that's comes from when I was homeless. Mm -hmm. 
I was so distraught at one point, I cut a deal with God. I said, God, if you let me make it when I get there, I'm gonna tell everybody who it was, and I'm gonna tell him about you. So whenever we go to commercial break, mm -hmm. I try to give people that come see me instead of a laugh, I try to give them something. Right. Just something. And I'm old enough, man, that I done, I done, done a lot. Right. I try to give them something. And at the end of the show, everybody called it church. I had this moment. Now at the end of the show, it's just all about the creator and what he's done and how you can have a relationship with him and stuff, you know. And like, I ain't no, I ain't no minister, you understand? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, at best, I'm entry level. I've been practicing entry level Christianity for a long time. Right. Because I found out I didn't, didn't do good at advanced Christianity. <laughs> Ain't no need of me doing that. I'm, right. I'll still slap you. You understand? You can't get up in my face but for so long. Right. I still cuss. I shoot dice. I drink a little cognac. I smoke cigars. And I gamble. Now, I don't think that's all Christian-like, but right. when I'm in Vegas, you know, I'm I'm trying to win my ties, so. <laughs> now, when you tell the Lord, I'm, hey, hey, I'm, out here. I'm, I'm trying, trying to win or something, Lord. That 10% is strong. <laughs> my 10% is strong, dog. Right. So I try to shake them loose. Right. A <laughs> and that wraps up today's show. If you like this episode and you want more content, consider subscribing to the podcast and also consider joining the newsletter to read my thoughts about today's episode. You can also join the Discord and leverage our community to stay motivated. And lastly, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode.